dry container carrying content going to a continent but the question is this what are the contents in your container it is so painful that the people that are dead cannot be forgotten and the people that are existing are not noticed a man that carries this fire is a man that sees a need and meets the need and meets the need and provides solution to the need Spirit take control Spirit of your way Can you pray in the Holy Ghost? Just pray in the Holy Ghost Pray in the Holy Ghost Pray in the Holy Ghost can hear and not come into understanding. You can hear and not come into illumination. You can hear and not come into the real life in that word of God. But that's what prayer does. Especially when you pray in the Holy Ghost. You come to a place whereby the word of God, you can become the reality of what you are hearing. And I believe that's what God is about to do again tonight. We come in here week in, week out to become living epistles. We are not here to hear them to, to share on status. We are not here to hear the new things to upload. As good as those things are, they are not the main thing. The main thing is that we become what we are hearing. We are preparing for today. The thing the Lord wants to communicate to us tonight is too heavy that I myself am not sure I don't know how to communicate it effectively. So I need the Holy Ghost to communicate what he's sharing with me today. But I want us to pray in the Holy Ghost. And, and then when you come to a prayer meeting, don't expect, when they say pray in church, don't expect somebody to, to ginger you to pray. That is unchristianly. If there's a grammar like that. What should be the best word? Unchristian-like. On Christian, not Christian, no, it's on. I want to use huh? forget Christocentric, that's too much grammar. Huh? 
It's not Christ. It's not Christ. It's Christian. I'm talking about Christian, not Christ. Okay, you understand, right? You forget the grammar. Hallelujah. It's not. That's what I'm saying. See, we have we have reduced prayer to ginger. There are professional prayer leaders, and and then what I've discovered, what I've discovered about prayers that sometimes you know people that lead prayer they don't pray. Some guys are anointed to call prayer points, but they don't pray. Because after they are called the prayer point, they are, looking, they are thinking about what's the next one. Those my heat. Hallelujah. They are looking for the next thing to pray so that you can pray very well. Today, they, I'm not here to call prayer points. Of course, we are praying people. I want you to see, when pastor says pray, pray. Let it just flow from within. And that's a culture... Do you know the danger of all these strings and instruments in prayers? Is that when you are in trouble, you won't know how to pray. Because if, if your car wants to have accident, you will say, play me strings, play me strings, play me strings. Let me, let me ascend. From where you are, you have to climb the mountain of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Are you here? You must be able to pray without feeling it. Somebody say, Pastor, I don't feel like praying. You pray till you feel like praying. The way to feel to pray is to pray. Uh, pray so that the feelings can come. There, are day, there was one day God was testing me now. It was, it was, when he was teaching me how to pray. So the Lord told me, I'm going to pray five hours today. Somebody looked at me like God told me to, yeah. That's how God told me how to pray. He said, so today we are praying five hours. I said, okay, let's go. And I started. Have you prayed that the prayer is not flowing before? Huh? Am I the only one? Like you pray and the prayer is not flowing. You get that, get that. Oh, oh, God. You not start doing assignment. You not start having ginger. You, you. <laughs> I prayed. It was not going. I played the worship song. The worship song confused the prayer. He made the prayer more tough. I, I, I started. I, I tried everything I could. The prayer was terrible. It looks as if my heaven was closed. And the devil said, why are you wasting your time? Just go and sleep. Just go and sleep. And I told myself, I said, I'm not, God told me five hours. I won't sleep today. Oh. I'll pray this prayer. So I began. You will scratch head. You will bite finger. You will uh, go to the kitchen. You will arrange chair. I was just looking for all manner of assignments to do. Just to, and when it was four hours, 30 minutes. Four hours, 30 minutes. I hit the gushara. Utterance came. Pa! I began to blaze like, oh yeah, Ibolowa, I'm making it in one. Ibolowa, that's joy. I mean, the thing was flowing. And when it was five hours, God said, stop. I said, no. You know the prayer you say in Jesus said, we are praying. You still continue praying. You step out of the prayer room. The prayer. I said, God said, stop. I said, no, this is it. God said, no, no, stop. Ah, I'm like, God, why? God said, I want to teach you tenacity in prayers. I just want you to understand that you can stay in prayers. I said, wow. That was how I learned how to pray for long. Without, without feeling. So there are days I wake up, I don't feel like praying. I am obligated to pray. Hallelujah. 
There are days I woke up extremely tired and the prayer is not coming. I say, in Jesus' name, the is struggling. In fact, the worst one is when you, when you are praying and you fall asleep, you say, well, let me go sleep. Abba, don't sleep. Oh. The best thing is to stand up and begin to move around. It, I, 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 I begin to move around. The thing is not flowing. Your sleep is coming. Continue doing it. Continue doing it. Continue doing it. You, you must not miss that Kairos moment. Most of the time, the deepest things are better from those atmospheres that are tough. Atmospheres that are hard. Those are the times that some deep things are released. Are you here? Are you ready to pray? I want you to pray. And let it be your culture that, see, be like a standby generator. When light goes off, it picks up. Like an inverter. I be a spiritual inverter. When light goes up, pow, you pick up. You don't need ginger. You don't need encouragement. You don't need, you don't need anything. You just pray. Are you ready? Praise God. Are you ready? Why is it easy for us to pray like that? We have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the spirit of prayers. Are you ready to pray? Father, we thank you. Lord, we want to pray. Release your spirit of prayer upon this house. Pray in the name of Jesus. Pray in the name of Jesus. Make it loud. 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 No, louder. 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 Make it loud. Make it loud. Make it loud. Baleka papaya. Igelegre bobokomaya. Yada da da do 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 bahiyata. Make it loud. Rebeda bereka daka daka da. Hey, yo baba mameka. Igimi kumameta. Yo bareka pa. Baba ekama ka. Ola baba yata. Yaka daka 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 daka. Bro, apaya, apaya pa. Yagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagad
Amen. Amen. Listen to me. Every major decision of my life, I got direction in praying. If I'm confused, it's only for a while. I always know the next thing to do when I pray. I mean, let me let me say this to you. I say with a sense of humility, I have never been stranded. Not for once. When the road seems blocked, it's because, and I don't know what to do, just give me some time in the Holy Ghost. Um, it works like favor. I have never been like came over Shebai. What should I do? Like, and I don't know what to do. It's only for a while until I pray. Until I pray. If I just spend time to pray sufficiently in the Holy Ghost, I know what next to do. I am never confused on what to do for a long while. When I begin to pray, direction is released. Don't joke with the power of praying in tongues. It's your access code to divine direction. Can I give you two more minutes? Pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Oh Jesus Oh Jesus Oh Jesus in Jesus name we are praying Holy Ghost I want to beg you especially ministers don't be an altar prayer warrior many of you young people that lead prayer you don't have a prayer life from experience many young people that lead prayer they can lead prayer here personally they are snoring now call them for three people vg they will sleep after 20 minutes but when they are on the altar don't be a prayer warrior on the altar 
have a robust prayer life. Prayer can be practiced. Practice praying. <laughs> Father, we thank you. Ah, sweet Holy Ghost, we give you praise. Holy Spirit, Koi Koko, it's now with the Lord, Koi Koko, it's now with the Father, thank you. You are the director of this meeting, thank you. I am not the most qualified, and I am the most anointed, but the message of the Lord kept qualifying me. Holy Ghost, please glorify Jesus in this meeting. Set our hearts on fire. Let light come to us. He the sick, liver the oppressed. And I vow not to take the glory. I vow not to take the glory. In the name of Jesus. Let the light come to us today. The entrance of reward, give a light and understanding to the simple. Let light come. Let understanding come. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Give God a shout of praise. There is a song um, God has, we have been singing at the envoys. I think that's the first song that God gave us at the envoys. Uh, we'll be singing it now for, for two weeks now. And it's been, it makes so kind. The Lord said, I should tell you, prepare for expansion. Prepare for enlargement. Prepare. Prepare. Where, where is uh, Rebecca? She left? She's coming again. Is anybody there? Yeah, carry those bags so that somebody can sit down there. We should start setting up the overflows already. Okay. There is a Oh, my head, my head is not empty. My head is not empty. My head is not empty. There is a crown on my head. My head is not empty. It's the crown of glory. It's the crown of honor. <laughs> there is a crown on my head. My head is not empty. My head is not empty. My head is not empty. There is a cloud on my head. My head is not empty. It's the crown of glory. It's the crown of honor. <laughs> there is a crown on my head. My head is not empty. My head is not empty. My head is not empty. There is a crown on my head. My head is not empty. It's a crown of glory. It's a crown of honor. There is a fire in my spirit. My spirit is not empty. My life is not empty. My life is not empty. There is a fire in my bones. My life is not empty. It's the fire of the spirit. It's the fire of the Lord. There is a crown of my head. My head is not empty. My head is not empty. My head is not empty. 
crown of my head. My head is my head. Is the crown of glory. Is the crown of honor. Is your head empty? Is your head empty? Is your head empty? Ah, you are not believing. Is your head empty? Yes, sir. Is there a crown on your head? Crown of glory is the crown of honor. Oh, there is a crown on my head. My head is not empty. My head is not empty. My head is not empty. There is a crown on top of my head. My head is not empty. Is a crown of glory. Is the crown of honor. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 22. The prophecy of the Lord for you tonight. Isaiah 60, 22. The prophecy of the Lord for you tonight. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You guys come. Thank you. Do you believe God's word? Do you believe God's word? Uh, uh, this lady in pink, what's her name? Come. Yeah, what's the name? Okikiolua. Okay, I'm seeing you for the first time. How old are you? 17, okay. Do I have somebody younger than 17? Somebody younger than 17? How old are you? Huh? 14, come. Okay. But you look smaller than your age. If you see my daughter that is four years, it's almost your height. <laughs> Hallelujah. How old are you? 14? 13? Come. You can Please, you can go. At your age. You guys are lucky. Oh. Glory to God. You can, how old are you? 14. You are 13. Do I have any younger person younger? Younger than this. How old are you? 12, come. You go. 7. 12, okay. You are 12. Come. Okay, you guys can go back. Thank you. God bless you. Can you see the 12 is bigger than the 17? 12 years. Did you come here with your mom? Where's your mom? Ah. So, you, you have been coming every week with ah. After school, you come. Oh, you guys are blessed. God bless you, ma. At your age, like this, we are, we are rolling tire in the streets. But she's 12 years old. But see what God is saying a little one shall become a thousand. A little one shall become a thousand. He said, A small one shall become a strong nation. And it won't come late. I, the Lord, will hasten it. The Lord will hasten it in his time. A little one shall become a thousand. A small one shall become a strong nation. Can I get that scripture in message version? Do you have another version? 
the smallest family will grow to a thousand. The least important of you will become a powerful nation. Uh, I need you. He said, the runt. Do you know the runt? Do you know me of the runt? Okay, let me explain. You know, um, um, you know what they call, do you know what they call the runt? How many of you have, you, you have those in your house, right? You know, you put n- nylon, what's the mo- that black nylon inside the, right? The, um, so when you pour something inside of it, then you pour it away. The remaining parts, it's called the runt. That liquid, messy, part, smelly, part. You know, can you use the nylon again? In case they wash it, can you use it to eat? Because your mind will always remember that dirty something. So, said that runt. The runt will become a great tribe from where to where. I agree your life doesn't look like it is okay. In fact, if you don't look like it, the better for you. If you don't look like greatness, the better for you. Why? The runt will become a great tribe. The weakling, oh my God, become a strong nation. This is what God is saying to us tonight. How can a 12-year-old lady become a strong nation? How? God is saying, I'm a specialist in doing the impossible. Hmm. I don't know who God is speaking to tonight. But God is saying, I agree you have ridiculed yourself. Said the better for you. I agree you have reduced yourself to somebody that cannot be blessed. That cannot be helped. That cannot be lifted. That cannot be promoted. He said, yes, that's it. That's why I'm interested in you. He said, but get ready. The runt will become a great tribe. Show me 1 Corinthians 1, 26, 27, 28. You can go back to your seat. God bless you. What's your name? Jumoke. Huh? Jumon. You look like mommy. Okay. God bless you. <laughs> Let's read everybody. For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Next verse. But God has chosen what? Everybody read now. Please, of this world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of this world to confound the things which are mighty. Next verse. And the base things of this world and the things which are despised are God chosen. Yea, the things which are not to bring to naught the things that are. Next verse. <laughs> that no flesh should glory in his presence. Show me that scripture again in the message version. Let's start from where we came from. Take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into this life. I don't see many of the brightest and best among you. Not many influential. Not many from the high society families. 
Next verse. It is obvious. Isn't it obvious that God deliberately chose men and women that the culture overlooks and exploits and abuses? Choose these nobodies to expose the hollow pretensions of the somebodies. <laughs> to make it quite clear that none of you can get by with blowing your own on before God. Do you get the memo tonight? I can't. Do you get the memo tonight? What is God saying to you? I want to be sure you got the memo. What is God saying to you? It's a prophetic word. I've not started preaching. What's God saying to you? Uh, uh, I want to be sure you are getting what God is saying. You become a great nation. Why? Anybody, what did God say to you from this scripture? Because you must, you know, I've taught you about personalizing scriptures, right? So what is God saying to you from this scripture? You might not look like it, but he has plans for you. Okay, good. Any other person? I do not look like it now. In the future. When is the future? Mm, because today is the yesterday of tomorrow. No. Today is the yesterday of the day before yesterday. No. Today is the tomorrow of yesterday. That's what I'm saying. Today is the tomorrow of yesterday. Today is the tomorrow of yesterday. Yeah, when you were yesterday, you are saying tomorrow. What is today? Today is that tomorrow, right? Okay. Do you get what you mean by future? The future is the next minute from now. Because that future used to be sometimes. That future used to be later. That future used to be soon. But that future is where you are now. Are you with me? Okay, another person. Do you get the memo? Another person. What is that scripture saying to you? God, you like to say what I said. God is a specialist in making great men. I agree with you. Any other person? Nobody should glory in himself. Okay. He uses the unqualified. Okay. Any other person? Uh, see, I'm not telling you to preach to me. Tell me what he told you. There is still hope. That's deep. I might, I don't like the might. Any other person? No, I don't need nobody. I'm not talking to nobody. Very soon. Okay. 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 He has the final say. Okay. See, I need to bring you into this understanding of this I'm saying. When a scripture is not speaking to you and is speaking to those around you, God is not talking to you. Every scripture God gives to you must speak to you. Don't preach. Leave the preaching for me. What is God saying to you? God showed you two scriptures tonight as a prophetic scripture to start this meeting. What is God saying to you? No matter the obstacle you feel in your destiny. Okay, fine. It doesn't matter what you have faced. You become somebody. You will. I'm not talking to you. He will. I'm not talking to you. He's bringing us something great in me. See, the beginning of fulfilling scriptures is 
personalizing the scripture. Are you here? The beginning of fulfilling the scripture is what? Personalizing the scripture. He says that, let me make this quite clear to you. Daniel, even though you are the despised in the society, I am going to do something with your life that at the end of the day, those who look down, you will look up to you. He says, a small one shall become a great nation. A small tribe, they might not know my name now. Let me make you, let me say this to you, as simple as it is. Do you know, if your name is Adeboye, even though you don't family like the Jew, they will think you are his family members. Is that the only, Adeboye, is that the only name in the world? Just call your name Buari. And you are a malam. They will ask you, are you from Dara? There are be other Buari before that one. But when, when somebody becomes a great nation, a great name, every other name becomes an addendum of that name. Are you with me? When you want to eat fried chicken today, what do you think about? You think about KFC. Is it only KFC that is doing fried chicken? When you think ice cream, what do you think about? Huh? Coastal, right? Or which one? I'm not here to market anybody's product. Hallelujah. Whatever, whatever name that comes to your mind, but that name came to your mind because that name has become a great nation. When you think soccer, glory to God. We, I don't want to waste time, but okay. But there are two guys that come to your mind. Okay? <laughs> For example, when you think 7 0. Yeah. Oh, oh, glory to God. Something comes to your mind. Hallelujah. Ah, may you defeat your enemy 7 0 this way. Glory to God. What I am saying tonight is God is saying, I'm going to make you a great name. That's the idea. That God is going to make you a great name. A great name. A great name. See what I mean? God says, I'm going to bless your name, not your title. I'm going to make your name great. That, can you quit the chase for title? Let God bless your name. That when they say Daniel, everybody says. There can be many apostles, many prophets, many evangelists, many pastors in town, many doctors, many reverend. But can God bless your name? Your children cannot carry your title, but they can carry your name. So don't put the grace on the title. Put it on the name. I prefer my name to be a blessed name, not my title. Some of you are looking for relevance from title. So you think when you call yourself apostle, or you call yourself senior prophet, or you call yourself pastor or bishop, that's when they will respect you. But can your name open doors? And you show up in a place, say, good morning, I am Mr. So-so. And they say, yeah, sorry, sir. Some guys were coming to the camp this evening, and they didn't allow them. And the guy called me, and I called this, and I just picked the phone. Hello, good morning. Sir. I called the guy at the, the I am Peter Daniel. He said, ah, ah, Pastor. Oh, I said, they are my guys. Said, ah, okay, okay, sir. <laughs> Imagine I say, good morning. I am the uh, pastor in charge of. <laughs> Hello, sir. Pastor in charge of. You get the idea? Can God bless your name? So God is saying, a small one shall become a great nation. 
There is no nameless nation. There is no nameless nation. Hallelujah. When you think of a nation, what comes to your mind first? Flag? Coat of arm? Currency? What comes to your heart first in the nation? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Is it their anthem? Okay. Tell me five great nations in the world. US, UK, Nigeria, Canada. Which one again? How many do you know their anthem? Many of you don't even know Nigerian anthem now. Let's sing the second stanza. You see, you see, you see, you see, you see. You see. Then after that one. Okay. 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 Great love to your daughter. So build a nation. So we would have known Angels. Wait. Wait. Many people don't know it. Then I bless Nigeria, my country. I bless Nigeria, my country. To be faithful and honest. Hey! Wait! But what is the name of your country? Nigeria. Almost everybody know the name. Only few know the pledge. Can I ask you to tell me the object and the elements in the coat of arm? The eagle, then what? The horse, then what? Eh? Say why? Why? I say why? What is why represent? <laughs> you see, many of you don't know it, but you know the name. Can you quit chasing things? Chase a name. God is saying, let me say it to you. I'm talking prophetically tonight. Gosh. God is saying to you tonight that you might not have a name today. Aya. But in the nearest future, when they mention your name, doors open. There are names your children will be excited to bear. You know, there are names that you want to marry the family. The girl tell you, I can't remember my father's name. And you, 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 you can be angry, but you have to agree. <laughs> Say, sorry, I love you, but my father's name. Can, can, it be, can, can we have a compound name? Zion Allah one day, then your own name. <laughs> and you, you'll be excited to bear the name. <laughs> See, he's my father. I adopt him. <laughs> it's not every name you can discard, though. And some they will change the name, they put always put me. They are changing the name, but they don't put me. So that you can know where they came from. <laughs> I mean, God is saying to me tonight, it's okay not to have a family name as a noun. <laughs> I mean, it's okay that nobody knows your father's name now. But God is saying the smallest one of us shall become a strong nation. <laughs> hey, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Why? Greatness is coming. Do you believe it? Now, when you hear a prophetic word, pray over it. Pray. 
Say, Lord, I believe your word. 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 In Jesus' name we are praying. Hallelujah. You are welcome to the River Tent today. Are you blessed already? Yes, but I have not started the service. So. We are welcome. I have Pastor here. Thank you. Thank you. From the Evans in Ibadan. Thank you for coming. I celebrate you. So excited. Please celebrate the man of God. Celebrate him. So excited to have you here. And all our pastors and daddies and mommies in the house. Celebrate you. Please celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. The hand that will write great checks. Clap the hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I started a series, this part seven of witnesses. And today we are still talking about the, the DNA of witnesses. We are understanding who witnesses are. And I'm only only one again today. Oh, Jesus. A witness is someone. One of the characteristics of a witness is that they are witnesses of what the person they are witnessing lived for. They are witnesses of what the person they are witnessing lived for. There are, I think, there's one chair here. Yeah, there's one chair there. But the, there are speakers outside. There's a speaker outside, and there are chairs there for so they can stay in the overflow too. So. A witness is someone who witnesses, who is a witness of what the person is witnessing, lived for. You know, I've been teaching you about different definitions, different characteristics of who a witness is. But today I'm saying, now the person you are witnessing for is dead. What are you witnessing? You know, it's just simple. That somebody will tell the child, when your father was alive, this is what he lived for. This is what he believed. This was his agenda. Have you heard this alive before? So, a week, when Jesus said, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, witness of what? You are going to witness what I lived for. There is a life I came to live on earth. That is what you are called to witness. Now, a witness doesn't witness what he likes. He witness what the person is witnessing live for. You are not a witness of what you feel like witnessing. You are not a witness of what you feel like. You are not a witness of yourself. You are not a witness of your feelings. You are a witness of what the person you are witnessing lived for. 
Show me Acts chapter 1, verse 21 and 22. Acts 1, 21 and 22. You are not witnessing what you feel like. That's why they don't pick a newcomer to be a witness. A man who met you yesterday cannot talk for you. You don't commit treasures to newcomers. Some ladies are not wise. You met a guy yesterday and he knows everything about your life today. Say, I'm just, I'm just a hopeful person. No, you're just a foolish person. Let me say this to you. Even though you are in love, until you are sure he's getting married to you, don't tell him your past. His pastor saying should not be open. Oh, be open to the person that deserves and that deserves your openness. The story of your life is not a news for the public scene. You met the guy, he said he likes you. You are like, oh, I love you too, I love you too, I love you too. Say, well, but let me tell you the truth, actually. I've about it ten times. Uh, it, will just, it will not come the next day. Am I saying, you know, I should hide things from the person you want to get married to? Or the guy that loves you? No. I'm saying, let there be a level of trust before you talk. Do you know what I'm saying? You can't just meet somebody last week. And today, the person knows everything about your life. There must be a level of trust. A level of conversation. You must have conversed to a certain level that you know this is a friend. It's not even about marriage. even about friendship. Before I can begin to talk to you as a friend, you must have proved your friendship. Hear me? Nobody has the right to choose you as a friend. Friendship is a choice. Love is a must. So I love you, but our friendship is based on choice. Before I can be your friend, I must trust you. You must trust me. Are you with me? So before you expose your life to somebody, let there be trust. Let it be hand. It's not a crime to be open, but be open to the person that deserves it. You will save yourself of many troubles. Nobody commit treasures to new people. I honor new friends. I love new guys. But I value old people. The most important asset in my life are those who have been dear from the beginning. I don't joke with old people in my life. I call them good. New people can come, they are silver. But sometimes new people, silver becomes gold. But give it time. And let me say this to you. The person who have hurt you before is safer than the person who have not hurt you. <laughs> that one is tough, right? The person who have hurt you before, you know what the person can do. It's safer than the person that you don't even know what they can do. The, I mean, the person who have hurt you and have repented. <coughs> the person who have hurt you and have repented <laughs> is better than the person who have not hurt you before. How do I know? Jesus trusted Peter. 
despite the fact that he betrayed him three times, he gave him the key of the kingdom. And he came back, Peter, love it down me more than this. I thought he would look for a new guy. He said it's too late to be looking for a new guy, Peter. <laughs> I've invested so much in you. You have, you have done your worst. You betrayed me, but you wept. And so after the weeping, I saw into your heart. I saw that your heart was genuine. So I choose to walk with you. See, how do Jesus speak witnesses? See, wherefore, of these men, which have, I can't hear you, company with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us. Next verse. Beginning from the baptism of John, Unto that same day that he was taken off from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. Because why? The witness should know the person is witnessing. Are, are you with me? The witness should know the person is witnessing. You must know what the person lived for. He, do you know why there are many casualties in the body of Christ today? A guy gets baptized in the Holy Ghost, starts speaking in tongues, and the next day he becomes a pastor. No training, no equipping. Any training you, you do fast, fast, the pastor will crash fast, fast. Pentecostal pastors might not like this truth, but let me say this. Are you aware that most of the pastors that, are, that, that you hardly hear anything about at the orthodox pastors. Hardly do you hear them in one scandal or the other. Do you know why? You will do cemetery. Eh. Seminary. <laughs> God help us. You do seminary. Four years, five years. Before you are done, your theology has changed. Your mindset have changed. If you have PhD, when you want to be a Catholic priest, you go to that seminary. You do five or seven years. By the time you are done, you are already a priest. Am I saying there are no flaws? I'm saying there are flaws, but there are minimal flaws. Why? Because you must know it before you can represent the mission. I agree that you have gone to the have gone to Abadia. If you are going to be an Anglican priest, are you with me? The same thing operates in our environment here. But young boy receives the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The next thing is now a papa. The next thing is my dear daughter. My dear son. The next thing, he has a ministry. So by the time he's anointed, yes, sleeping with the guests, you are like, you can't, you are, you are bothered about the fact that the anointing and the character are not matching together. Are you with me? That's why you are shocked. I met a pastor. He was speaking. He said, very anointed man of God. But he said, Tio ba shalom mati shekwe fwe ba 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 ye eje. But, Allah on isha, Allah on. 
So you use Allah to rope the cause. I mean, so you can't marry the two. Have you you see the person on the altar, and when the person is jesting, you know a real man from his jokes. When the person is joking, so you are confused at the kind of utterances that comes out from his mouth when he's not on the altar. Oh, glory to God. So, who are you witnessing for? The reason why some of our gospel, our message is not accepted is because we don't look like what we are preaching. We are preaching something else and we are living something else. So, our life is like this. Our preaching is like this. So, you are confused. But look at Adijio. If Adijio teaches you humility, you see it, right? So, the word is matching the work. I love one Tiovilos song. That I may not set men on fire when I am cold. Spirit fire me, you know. There are men who are who don't have a prayer life and they'll be teaching prayer. They don't have prayer life. But when they start teaching prayer, do you know? Well, are you here? Why am I teaching you this tonight? That this witness here I'm preaching to you. You have to first know the person you are witnessing. Know what he lived for before you can actually witness for him. Going out for evangelism is good. It's a good message. But become the person. Can you be genuinely saved? Can you have an encounter with him first so that I can send you? Somebody is saying, Pastor, what about Apostle Paul? Apostle Paul encountered Jesus on the road. And when he encountered Jesus on the road, the next day he began to preach in the temple. He encountered Jesus, not your pastor. He encountered Jesus directly. Is that correct? He went to preach the next day, but guess what? After that, God took him to Arabia for many years. Three years. So, God didn't allow Paul to go until he was trained. God wanted to do a quick walk, so God encountered him on the road by himself. And after that encounter, God withdrew him three years to the forest. Arabia. And God trained him. He had those encounters there. Before God released him back. Even Jesus. God didn't allow him to start until he has been trained. He did 30 years preparation for a three and a half years assignment. At the age of 12, the guy was about to show himself. Bible says, and he returned with his parents and he was subject to his parents. Where was John before a clock 30? He was in the wilderness. That he got the answer. I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Saying, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Where was Elijah before he showed up? And said, before the Lord whom I stand. Where was he? How many years did Elijah follow Elijah? 21 years. There is no man that will last that God will not train. Somebody said, Ah, but uh, uh, just came from somewhere. No. I gave my life to Christ here 2009. 
I was 18 years old. I started doing, the next day, I went for evangelism, secondary school evangelism. I won 11 souls. The next day, the next evangelism, I won 41 souls. Yet I was still battling with masturbation. I will go and preach. Guess who was saved? I will come back in the night, masturbate. <laughs> oh, I left my girlfriends, but my soul didn't leave them. But I was preaching. And God began to train me. God began to build me. God began to equip me. Four years, I had the Bible study every day with friends. We were studying Bible and praying. Nobody was inviting me anywhere. No invitation. Nobody knew my name. No flyer, no poster. Myself and my friend were just studying the scripture and praying together, studying, and God was working on us. We were learning how to hear from God. And after the fifth year of that process, I became a fellowship pastor. But it took me years. And from that, we were learning again. After I became a fellowship pastor, Pastor Kule took me and he began to teach me about Kennedy again. He introduced me to Kennedy again. He began to teach me about the gift of the Holy Ghost, about hearing God. About I began to learn working with God, learning how to pray and get answers. I began to feel on those things till where I am today. So it's just as if maybe you met me on Twitter yesterday, you think ah, it just came. I didn't just come. Oh. There were days that nobody knew who we were. Days of obscurity. When I was in church and I would call this uh, man of God that we should go and pray in this church. All of us, we, 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 we'll be following me about with one brown shirt and black trousers and one tiny tie like that. You'll be following. <coughs> you'll be following me everywhere. You'll be carrying one brown journal. We'll be going for any man of God. He's, he, he, one day he came, he has forgotten. He came to me and said, Pastor, Pastor Chris is doing finance conference. 2011. Finance conference. Let's go to Christ Embassy. So I carried Jonah, we went together, we went to Kazemasi, where Pastor Chris was teaching about finance. They said, You should sow seed. We don't have any seed to sow. But we were learning. From there, we moved to, we we're going to KICC every Wednesday, Pastor Toyo's church, for Bible study. We will learn in KICC on Wednesday. We will go to Christ Embassy another day to go. That's, it was following me everywhere. I was, I was the one leading them. All of us are learning together. I will say, oh, Saturday, we we'll meet in church. We will come to Saturday. We will pray in the Holy Ghost. The little devil I have, I will be sharing with them. There too, they will be sharing. We will be sharing. I will be doing shining, shining, shining. And we're, <laughs> no invitation. Nobody was. Sick. The day they ask us to preach in church, we will be dancing. It's once in a year. The day they ask him to preach, he prepare, prepare, prepare. <laughs> This one day we ask you to pray now, you're like, oh, prayer, tell me. Oh. I mean, ask him. This is, this is the kind of training we had. Because we can only preach once in a year. So that's pretty. Now, if we are going to do Sunday school, it's our teachers that teach Sunday school. But sometimes they allow us to teach Sunday school. If I'm not the one teaching, we will now come for review on Saturday. We'll be praying that God, teacher, we call us to teach Sunday school tomorrow. Teacher, we call us to teach on the school tomorrow. We will prepare, prepare. We'll be talking in review, talking with very vocal. So that at least they will know that we know something to say. And so they will just say, Mommy, uh, Lenny, go to that place. Mommy, Lenny, Mommy, this one go to this place. Ah, we will now be angry. They don't want to give us. But the day they say you are the one taking us on the school, we will fast and pray and prepare. Fire up in the night. That day is a vessel. We will call us and we will pray, pray, pray. Fire up. We will come to church ready. They ask him to lead praise and worship. If you know we are the one leading praise on Sunday, the way we will pray to lead praise, and there's no instrumental. That was the kind of preparation we have 
At least he's here today. But you want to witness a man you don't know. Your message will be weak. It's not as if the gospel is weak. It's the person sharing it. The person sharing it is a weak person because the person doesn't have a genuine counter. All of you chasing stardom, you better withdraw and go and go and enter into process and building. I know they are prophesied over you that you'll be a great man of God. You better keep the prophecy somewhere and go and equip yourself somewhere. I, as I am now, uh, don't let me tell you about myself, but you better go and start preparing. They told me at the age of five that I was going to become a great man of God. At the age of 18, they prophesied. Several prophecies. They said, when I sing, people will be getting well. But we can't run by prophecy. We will keep the prophecy and build ourselves. So that when we minister, I agree they are prophesied over your life. Write it down. Put it in a book and go and build yourself. Have an encounter with the Lord you want to represent. This Christ to be popular to trend. You want to do one, two minutes video and say, oh deep, oh deep, and post online so that you can trend. Hello, sir. You won't last. <laughs> there are many men who started in the 80s. I, I'm a young man, at least that year is over 60. Are there not men of God you were hearing in the 80s who, are not, who you are not hearing again? So what happened to them? Daddy Gio told us of a man that in this country when he's coming, nobody knows Daddy Gio's name. When that man comes around every, everywhere today, Hello, we are not doing 100 percent 100 meters race. We are doing marathon. Calm down. Me will fair tongue into tongue. So I need to know the Lord. I need see you better let God work on your character now before stardom comes. If you like guests, you better let God deal with it now before you become a great man of God and you'll not be liking your assistant general master's wife. <laughs> or one of your senior pastors give you daughter for counseling and you have slept with her. God gave you sheep to feed. You fed on the sheep. When you are to feed the sheep, you are now feeding on the sheep. You better allow God to deal with your appetite now. You know you have a problem with money. Don't you speak in the to cover it. You better go and look for a mentor and say, I have a problem. Money is my problem. Let God deal with that advice now. Let, let God let God deal with that kleptomaniac spirit in your life now. Let God deal with it now before you become popular. They will now transfer church money to your account. You will now spend it and be repenting. If you are caught when you are not known, it's better than when you are caught when you are known. Hello, sir. When you get to a certain stage in your life, your mistakes cannot be forgiven. But there's a stage now whereby, God forbid, if you sleep with a girl now, nobody knows. We'll deal with you, we'll beat you, we'll correct you. Nobody knows you. 
except few people that will just talk and talk. It won't trend. But let one girl come and say that uh, Peter never touched me. All the blocks will carry tomorrow. And that's the end. They will forgive you, but they won't forget. I mean, God will forgive you, but men never forget. You better let God deal with your weaknesses now. Motive go go defu. Bata bata like you. Igba gbo mi romo. Wait. You better expose. Don't be quick. Ask slowly. You see there are two confusing words. How can you be in haste and you are slow? Ask slowly. Build character. Let them say your own is too much. <laughs> it's better your own is too much and you don't finish quickly and you finish strong. What are the weaknesses? You better expose it to light. If God has not worked on Pastor Adeboe, with that greatness, he should be proud. But yet, ah, I'm praying that God should make me humble. Hey! That you are so great and yet you don't feel it. Hey. I, I, I'm praying. I'm praying. Because I want to finish strong. That God can take me so high. Billy Graham died. No single scandal. Not one. Not one. Not one single scandal. Daddy Joe as he is now, he's 81 years old. No single scandal. That is the kind of life I want to live. Know that I will not be repenting on Instagram and say, I'm sorry I did it. Ah, no, 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 no. You better expose yourself to life now. A witness is witnessing what the person is witnessing lived for. What did God live for? So those guys, they said, pick the guys that have been with us from the beginning. Because they believe that a guy that has been there from the beginning should know what we live for. When Apostle Paul says, don't be quick to lay hands on people, you don't know what to say. First Corinthians, first Timothy 5 20. Don't be hasty to lay hands on people. You, you don't understand what they were saying. Let, let me show you characteristics. No, this is what I'm looking for. This is them that seen the book before that has been fair. This is what I'm looking for. But let's go to 1 Timothy 3, 1 Timothy 3, 1. 1 Timothy 3, 1. Show me that scripture. Let me show you characteristics of a pastor. 1 Timothy 3, 1. <laughs> this is a true saying. If a man desires the office of a bishop, what did he do? It's not a crime. I told one of my mentors, I said, if God call you, it's good. If God doesn't call you, if you like calling, it's fine. Is it a tough one? If bless us, God didn't call me, I like what I'm doing. And it's not a sin. I saw it in the Bible. That if you desire to be, bishop means to be a pastor of a church. If you desire to be a pastor, it's a good desire. Somebody says it's a good desire. So I desire to do what I'm doing. I love it. But show me verse 2. See, verse, see the criteria for being a pastor. Verse 2. my times are 
a pastor must be what? I can't hear you. Blameless. Don't say, I'm a man of God, I'm still a man. It's just my weakness. <laughs> it's your generational lie. The day you are a pastor, we expect you to be what? Answer me. Don't say, actually, actually, it is, it's, it's just, my own challenge is just girls. I'm anointed, but it's just, it's just, when, once I see anything on that skirt, my body just be doing, we, 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 we. No, no, no. I pastor many daughters, beautiful ones, beautiful, many of them, beautiful. And they come, say, Papa, Pastor, Pastor. Oh, then they will come, they will throw themselves at you. <laughs> if you don't have self control, your flesh will control you. And some of those girls, when you approach them, they honor you so much that they can't say no. That's why many. That's why some pastors sleep with their girls. Because the girls honor you so much that they are afraid to say no. They don't want to dishonor you. Some of them are gullible. You know, now what's number two? Husband of how many wives? Okay. You know, he said it is good. But if, if you are going to do it, you must fulfill this criteria. You get, you get what I'm saying? It is good, but you must fulfill this criteria. What's the next one? Vigilant. Sober. Sober doesn't mean you are moody. It means self-control. Temperate. What's the next one? Of good behavior. Sir, our pastor is anointed, but when he gets angry, <laughs> he begins to break glass. No, 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 no. What's the next thing? Giving to hospitality. You must be accommodating. You must be, you must, you can't say, you must be generous. What's the next thing? Don't say I don't have teaching anointing, I only know how to pray. Don't say my own calling is prayer. It must be what? Apt to teach. <laughs> Next verse. Not giving to wine. No striker. Not greedy or fitty looker. That's money. But what? Patient. Not a brawler. Not covetous. Next verse. One that ruleth well his own house. Having his children in subjection with all gravity. Next verse. For if a man know not how to rule his own house. How shall he take care of the church of God? Next verse. Not a novice. What's the name of a novice? Johnny just come. Lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the same condemnation of the devil. Not a novice, meaning if you a guy just a guy came yesterday, he started speaking in tongues, he lays people fall down, you make him a man of God. Because he's a novice, he can be lifted up. Ah, I just with pride. Show me this scripture in a message version. Let's start from the beginning again. Are you getting blessed? I'm just trying to show you why our witnessing is weak. If anyone wants to provide leadership to the church, what is it? I can't hear you. Good. Next verse. But there are preconditions 
a leader must be well thought of. That is, people's mentality about you. What's the next thing? Committed to his wife, not side chick. What's the next one? Cool and collected. What's the next one? Accessible and hospitable. What's the next one? He must know what he's talking about. What's the next one? Not overfound of wine. Not pushy but gentle. Not thin skinned. Not un- money hungry. Next verse. He must undo his own affairs well. Attentive to his children and having their respect. For if someone is unable to undo his own affairs, how can he take care of God's church? Next verse. He must not be a new believer. Lest the position go to his head and the devil trip him off. That is why the disciple, who is speaking here? I, I thought he just encountered God on the road and became a pastor. This is Paul teaching Timothy. See his condition. This is Paul teaching Timothy and see his condition. This is Apostle Paul that encountered God and he became an apostle. But are you aware that Paul was not an apostle when God met him? Hmm. Are you aware that Paul didn't become an apostle initially? He started as a disciple. He became a teacher. He became an apostle. Ah, pastor, show me from the Bible. I will show you. Hmm. When he encountered God, God told Ananias to go and pray for the guy, a believer, a disciple, who will witness the gospel of the Lord. Then show me Acts 13.1. Yes, 1 Timothy 22. Lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep thyself pure. But show me for Acts 13. Acts 13. Acts 13. Acts 13.1. Let's read. Now, there were in the church that was at Antioch certain what? Prophets and... I can't hear you. Who were they? Prophets and... That means the first title of Apostle Paul is either a teacher or... What happened to him? As... Who are they? Barnabas. You know he was not even number one. He didn't even have rank. Barnabas and Simon that was called Niger. Lucius of Cyrene and Manier, which had been brought up with the Herod, the Tetrarch, and the last person. When I says the last shall be the first, and the first shall be the last. Get the memo. Next verse. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said unto separate who? Barnabas and Saul, not Saul and Barnabas. Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. Next verse. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. Next verse. So, they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed unto Seleucia, and from thence they said to Cyprus. It was after this that Paul became apostle. But somebody is waking up today 
having two WhatsApp groups and he says apostle. Are you getting blessed tonight? Uh, am I offending you? Oh, my teaching tonight is Adabi. Okay. Say, God help me to stay in process until I become a faithful witness. Let me quickly say this and I close tonight. We'll continue next week. What did I say about a witness? I said a witness is somebody that what? That witnesses what? Huh? The person is witnessing did what? Live for. So, simple question. Who are we witnessing? So what did he live for? For us to understand what Jesus lived for, we have to check what he was saying when he's about to die. When Jesus was going to die, there are certain things he was saying. Okay, now go back to Go back to Act. Okay, I've showed you before. So they were Act 122, 21 says they were to witness what? The resurrection of Jesus, right? So they were to witness what? The resurrection of Jesus. Is that correct? So why resurrection? Why not his death? Why are they witnessing his resurrection? Meaning, so. The, they were witnesses were raised to witness to others about his resurrection. That is, he's alive. Go and tell people he's alive. So, why is it important to tell others that he's alive? That will give you understanding of our assignment. Why is it important to tell others that he's alive? That will give you an idea. Of your mandate as a witness. So let me, because of time, let's just do a simple analogy and I'll continue next week. How many of you have been there where they are reading will before? Whose will? Your dad's will. Wow. Uh, whose will, sir? Your dad's will. Okay, please come, sir. Can, can I get a mic? So you, you, are, you are a good example of a... So... Is that Mike walking? So, when did your, die, your dad die, sir? 2009. 2009. Your dad died 2009. Okay, give you the mic. Thank you, sir. So, sir, your dad died 2009. And what process led to them reading the will? Well, um, we engaged our own lawyer. He went to the, um, the, the, the registry or what, and they traced the the will. So that means your dad wrote a will before he died? He did, yes. We had our own copy. We located our own copy in his safe. So the lawyer traced it to the registry and then the registry now called the whole family. They wrote to us and they asked us to present ourselves in the court. So on that day, all the children were gathered? All of us. And the lawyer began to read the portion of everybody? No, the, the registrar. The registrar yeah, began ready. to read the portion of everybody in the will. So yes. What was your own inheritance? <laughs> uh, I think I got a good part of it. You got a good part of your dad's will. So even though you are not the one, you are not the one that worked for it. No, no. Okay. You did not work for what you got. Yes. But because you are his son. Yes. You got a portion. I got yes. Yeah. 
you did not walk. No. So, now, because you did not work for it, that doesn't mean you are not qualified to enjoy it. I didn't work, but I was qualified. And you are enjoying what you didn't work for. Yes. By just being a son. By being a son, yes. But that will has been written before he died. Absolutely. But yes. nobody can open the will until he died. No. <laughs> Please sit down, sir. Thank you very much. The Lord. <coughs> Why are we witnesses of his resurrection? Now, after his dad died, his dad cannot enjoy what he worked for again. So the children are the ones enjoying, but they didn't work for it. So, but in our own case, what is happening? The Lord wrote many things for us. One of it is sonship. We were initially creations. We were not sons. Creations cannot enjoy part of the man's inheritance. Because we are not the only creation. Goat is a creation. Lion is a creation. Elephant is a creation. But only children or adopted children can enjoy what is in the will. So, uh, for them to enjoy the will, even though the will has been written, the person must die. Uh, you can't enjoy what is in the will. They can't even read it. How will you be reading will when he's alive? So, they did a meeting. This thing that is written in the name of these people. Okay. We have to make sure they assess the will. Okay, how? I will go. Then I will die. So, when I die, what is in the will can become theirs. How? In the will we say they are now sons. There are no more creation. <laughs> there were creations before, but the will we explain that they are now sons. There are no more creation. So when the will states that, they can now assess. But death must happen. Okay, show me Hebrew 9, 12. Let's start from verse 12. Hebrew 9 from verse 12. Let's start from verse 12. The reason why this will is important is that there was an high priest before now. That high priest goes to the temple every time because when people sin, he will now kill goat or kill cow and go on their behalf. But when the high priest sins, who goes on his behalf? When the high priest dies, there is a need for another high priest who can go on their behalf. But the will is saying, let this thing cancel. Because if they continue like this, goat will be expensive later. The poor will not be able to have their sin covered. Cow 
poor will be too expensive. The poor, I need to do something that will make this thing permanent. So, okay, so neither by the blood of God and cast, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place. Have he obtained eternal redemption for how many of us? All of us that are in the will. Next verse. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an ephah sprinkling the unclean sanctified to the purifying of the flesh. Next verse. How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Follow me, oh, 15. This is what I'm going to. And for this cause, he is the registrar of the New Testament that by the means of death for the redemption of the transgression that we were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise. Show me this in message version. Message version. So I can. Let's you want to go. And for this course. No, through the spirit. Which verse are you reading? Go to verse 14. Verse 14. Message verse 14. How much more? No, okay. Think. Think how much more the blood of Christ cleans us up. Cleans up our whole lives inside out. Next verse. Through the spirit. Christ offered himself as an unblemished sacrifice, freeing us from all those dead end effort to make ourselves respectable so that you can live all out for God. Next verse. Like, everybody read. Like a will that takes effect when someone dies, the new covenant was put into action at Jesus' death. That his death marked the transition from the old plan to the new one cancelling the whole obligation and accompanying sins and summoning the heirs to receive the eternal inheritance that was promised them he brought together god and his people in this new way the will that called us sons could not be in effect until he died because you can only read the will when the owner of the will dies. But why are we witnesses of his resurrection? Why not witnesses of his death? We should be rejoicing about the death. The main element of that will is that we are sons. The main content of that will is that we are sons. But why are we not witnessing of his death? Why are we witnesses of his resurrection? Because why? We are not the only son. So he came back alive after reading the will. Imagine somebody died. They read the will and the person came back alive. Will they collect it back? What will happen? They will be sharing the will together. Is that correct? Because now the person who wrote the will is not alive again. There will be understanding between them. So why witnessing of his resurrection? After his death, he came back alive. So all of us are now sons together. So we are now all 
ears of what is in the will. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Romans 8, 15. Romans 8, 15. All of us now, all of us now, <laughs> start from KJV, we'll come back here. Start from KJV. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received it of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Verse 16. 16. But the spirit itself bear witness with our spirit that we are what? 17. If, and if children, then yes. Yes of God, then who are we? Joint us with Christ. Meaning, Jesus as the inheritance, but we have it together. Ah, joint yes. What is it? Joint yes. Jesus as inheritance. No. So let's assume this inheritance. Carry it there. So we are joint yes. Whatever Jesus has, I have. This is why he came back alive. So we are witnesses of his resurrection. Meaning. We cannot speak like him. We have the same inheritance called sonship. He used to be the only begotten son. Now he's the firstborn. I'm the secondborn. You are the thirdborn. Hallelujah. So we are witnesses of his resurrection. Are, are you with me? So we can now say we are brothers. Ish. Jesus died so that they can read the will to us but he came back alive so he can be part of the will with us so we are witnesses of his resurrection the person that wrote the will didn't die he died he came back alive so we are not witnessing the will of a dead man so he changed the order you cannot read the will of a man that is alive. So you come into the will with him. You don't have a part in the will before. But he had to die. But now he's not alive. So all of us are in the will. See, I'm in God's will. See, I'm a son like Jesus. Show me in message version. Let's have a verse 15. Hmm. Let me close. And we know. Verse 15 now. <laughs> this resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid, grave-tending life. It's adventurously expectant. Greeting God with a childlike, what's next, Papa? God's Spirit touches our spirit and confirms who we really are. We know who He is and we know who we are. Father to child. <laughs> Wait, and we know we are going to get what's coming to us an unbelievable inheritance. We go through exactly what Christ go through. Can you see? 
if we go through the hard times with him, then we are certainly going to go through the good times with him. So we are witnesses of his resurrection. We are witnesses of his resurrection. He's no more dead. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Amen. He's alive. Jesus is alive. Wait, 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 wait. Every God that came on earth, their tomb is not empty. We know where they buried him. But only Jesus' tomb is empty. We are witnesses of his resurrection. How? How can I witness of his resurrection? He came, he died, he read the will. I became part of the will. So we cannot talk about it together. So, that's what it says. Whatever you bind on it shall be bound in heaven. Meaning, we are now. Whatever you lose on it shall be lose in heaven. Meaning, so, Omaribe, or why? Because we are now in the same will. Do, do, do you get this thing? That's why when I pray to the Father in His name, I get answers. He said, for this is the confidence that we have. That when we pray, according to the will, He heareth us. What is the will? I am a son. Ooh. Wait, do you believe this thing? It looks so simple, but that's the truth. Someone say, I'm a son. God, does he have grandchildren? All of us are sons. God, does he have grandchildren? All of us are what? The same way Jesus is a son, I am a son. But Jesus is the firstborn. I am the second born. Are you with me? Jesus is a son. I am a son. I. So I can witness of his resurrection. Listen. Listen. You know I didn't die. I'm not qualified to speak about the dead. But by that will, I entered into his level. Then he said, so I can speak about me. Let me live like you. So he came back alive. So we are both living. The living talk about the living. So he came back alive so that I can able to speak like him. The living talk about the living. So where is he? He's not dead. Show me Hebrews 7. Hebrews 7 from uh, 22. So what, what, where is he? Hebrews 7 from verse 22. Where is he? Why? Oh, Jesus. Are you blessed today? Show me my scripture. See, this makes Jesus the guarantee of a far better way between us and God. One that really works in new covenant. Jesus is the guarantee. Next verse. Earlier, there were a lot of priests 
for they died and had to be replaced. Follow me. Next verse. But Jesus' priesthood is permanent. He is there from now till eternity. Next verse. To save everyone who comes to God through him. Always on the job speaking of for them. Show me in KJV. Always on the job speaking up for them. Show me KJV. He said, wherefore he is able to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing that he ever liveth to make intercessions for them. So meaning Jesus is alive. Doing what? Praying. You know say, Jesus sat there with prayer and ended with prayer. That song is not correct. Jesus started with prayer. Continue praying. Prayer is the monkey. Is he praying? Jesus started with prayers and continue praying. <laughs> To make intercession for them. So when I pray, I'm like him. He's somewhere praying. In the morning, he's praying. In the afternoon, he's praying. So when he says pray without ceasing, he's not telling you what he's not doing. Because he ever lived to pray. Say I'm a witness of his resurrection. Amen. Do you get it? Do you understand it? Are you blessed? So after this service, next week I'm going to teach you the things he said when he was about to die. I'm going to take you through from John chapter 12 to John 16. I don't know how many weeks that will take me teaching you what he said because that's how you understand what he lived for. Because if you don't understand what he lived for, you can't witness what he lived for. Because a witness is supposed to witness what he lived for. So you need to get what he lived for before you can understand it. And before you can tell others about it. Father, we thank you. Oh, we give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. Rise up on your feet and just give God praise. Just give God praise. Just worship. 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 Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you the praise. Be thou exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we worship you. Father, thank you for bringing us into the will. And we know when we pray according to the will, you hear us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Most High. Lord, we pray that this world will not stand against us on the last day. Help us to witness of your resurrection. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Give God a shout of praise.